0: Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show.
1: Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bush when it calls me live on your radio. This is the broadcast for April the 10th in the year of our Lord 2020. It is a Good Friday, a freedom-loving, fantastic Friday. A lot of people are fasting and praying by the hundreds of thousands and getting together from all faiths to stand for liberty to pray and to fast and to hope bureaucrats can settle down and that we can stop this virus and that we can return to health and stability and safety in our society. And amen, I'm part of it. hope you will be as well. Now, right at the end of the hour, the good sheriff said amen. If there's a church open on the Sabbath, I'm going to go to it. Don't care which uh, denomination. I want to uh, su- support support kind of the defy uh, on this uh, and really double down and say churches are essential, like the Texas governor and a few others have. And uh, you know what? I commend that viewpoint. Uh, but, you know, I wonder how wise it is to defy them physically and publicly right now. I know it's an act of civil disobedience, and I get that people have those rights, but At the same time, the question is if we'll do more damage than good by taking that action. Let me give you another headline to kind of illustrate the point in the even further extreme. Man behind Bundy Ranch standoff plans a massive Easter Sunday gathering in defiance of government orders. All right. Cassandra Fairbanks is one who writes this article. And basically it says Ammon Bundy is planning to hold a... Massive thousand person Easter gathering in Idaho defying government orders against, quote, large gatherings. Now, again, I agree that the federal government doesn't have the right to mandate orders. I agree that the state of Idaho doesn't have the right to mandate these orders violating your first amendment or first amendment till the cows come home. It's a serious, serious issue, but I'm not so sure that the physical defiance right now is the best Uh, Solution. I tried to get a hold of Ammon the last couple of days. His voicemail's full. Uh, I emailed him, but he hasn't responded. He must just be swamped or traveling. Don't know. And again, I support Ammon on the point. He's right. This is out of control. Uh, Tactically, I'm a little different than he is, and I'd like to discuss that with him. This is not in any way meant to down Ammon or attack him. I think he's a wonderful guy, and I support him. Um, But tactically, we're thinking slightly differently on this. At least I am. And I'm saying, you know what, all it would take is to have a big massive gathering, then somebody to get the coronavirus, uh, whether it's from that gathering or not, and then die and then claim that, hey, you know what, those who advocated for this are irresponsible and they have blood on their hands. Now, I don't agree with that view, but I'm saying that's what's going to. That's what they're going to spin this to uh, and so I, I I'm a little concerned, even though I think it's right on the point. the question becomes how far do we go in our pushback in our defiance in our in our uh, defending our rights et cetera, et cetera' It's an interesting question sheriff
2: yeah, it is and, and, uh, it is and uh, and I know Ammon very well as you know, and so do you, and uh I know who where his heart is, and i I think he's a good man, and I think he's a good person i would Follow him uh, in a lot of ways, but not this one. Uh,
1: I, I don't well, hold on. Now you you're going to go to a church in defiance. Why not just go to his gathering?
2: Well, I I just want to attend the church service because already there. Uh, I don't want I don't want to bring uh, any unnecessary attention to um, giving them an opportunity to to show how, how radical we are and how uh, uncaring we are and uh, give fodder to them. Uh, I just want to go to a church service. That's all. Uh, I think that this is what uh, what's going to happen with Ammon State. First, I don't think anybody's going to show up. I don't think I don't think it's going to be well attended. Secondly, uh, it's going to it's a lose lose situation uh, because it's it's not going to open up uh, principles of freedom. It's not going to it's not going to undo what they've done, and uh, then they're going to make sure that people are there that have the coronavirus. And, and they're going to uh, get people sick. And then they're going to blame the Hammond. And, uh, it, it, you know, just what we were discussing last hour, uh, the numbers really don't matter. The numbers, we're not talking about numbers. Uh, if, if everybody's getting sick, then the federal government or any government or the governors and the mayors have every right to do what they're doing. No, they don't. They still don't have the authority. They still don't have any jurisdiction. They still don't have any authorization whatsoever to do any of these things. And that's really where we need to be focusing our energy. Uh, I, I love Ammon. I think he's, he's wonderful. But, again, this is a tactic that I think will backfire and uh, is not going to do any good. And and it's going to be used against us, and it's going to be used against him, and, and uh yeah, that's it, you know. So.
1: Now let's be clear: this is not an attack against Ammon. We love him. No. we support the point no. that he's making, and it's a I right. I know where his heart is, and I, I support that. It's a good point. Uh, we tried to get a hold of Ammon to see if he wanted to come on and articulate or let us know. Is this really uh, the case? Is Ammon Bunny planning to hold this? And if so, you know, where and when and how and who and what? If you guys want to go, that's up to you. I'm not here to, to uh, try to shut it down or circumvent or attack Ammon or anything. I'd like to hear Ammon's side of the story. Um, again, I've done my best to contact him for that. Uh, I'm sure he's busy and traveling, et cetera. So, you know what? I don't want any of you listeners to go send this to Ammon and be like, oh, look, these guys are down. In Ammon, No, it's not true. We're simply saying, you know what? Ammon brings up an interesting point. So does Sheriff Mack when he says he wants to go to church defying the orders. At what level do you file the orders? Do you uh, go to church even though they recommend you don't? Do you go and have a 1,000-person event? Do you follow what Daniel's doing and create a petition to show your pushback? Um, ReopenArizona.com is his website. We have been talking in our circles with, with Richard Mack's team and others about creating just such a, an, uh, an effort. Uh, an effort to get to all 3,000 sheriffs and say, well, you stop this. This is disaster. And to the American people, an open letter. Uh, but Daniel kind of beat us to the punch a little bit on, on his. His is already up and released for Arizona. Uh, again, what do we do? How far do we go? Or do we just simply watch Donald Trump's press briefings and believe everything he says? The problem with President Trump's press briefings are the reality on the ground doesn't match what President Trump is saying. President Trump and his, you know partners or team or whatever you want to say said look if you apply for these eidl loans emergency whatever loans emergency something disaster loans i can't remember what they're called anyway um that you'll get money in three days from application time well i filed an application folks i want to see what happens with this i filed mine last thursday so a week ago thursday eight days ago And I was supposed to have money, uh, fast cash in my hand or in my account in three days. Not only seven days later yesterday did I not have any money in my account, but then I called the Small Business Administration, and they basically said, you know what, we know your application's filed because you have a loan number. We can't track it. We can't tell you where you are in the queue. Uh, We'll contact you when we're ready. Expect a week or more, uh, and nobody's got money so far. Uh, That's my personal experience. And then I got an article in – The New York Times, which isn't really a rag that I trust, but nevertheless, and they're basically telling the same story as I'm experiencing. So now who do you believe, Donald Trump or the New York Times and Sam Bushman? Now, I'm not wanting to agree with the New York Times, but I'm seeing the facts on the ground as the New York Times are making the claim. And I see what President Trump is saying, and I'm going, okay, I'm not here to pick sides. I'm here to tell the truth. And the truth is, what Donald is saying is not right, is not true, it's not happening. Okay? I called the SBA yesterday to follow up on the loan applications we submitted. And I was basically told that, you know what? Maybe the money would be three days from after they contact you back. Who knows? But nobody has gotten money. According to this thing, it's called U.S. Relief Plan, dries up as businesses await cash. By Stacy Kelly, and then it goes on. This is the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen, the NYT business section, if you want to go find it. Now, I'm not excited about agreeing with the New York Times, but I am excited about telling the truth. And so when they get up and spew this stuff, you've got to push back because it's not true. Now, Donald, when, when this is brought up to him, President Trump just says, oh, there's a couple of glitches. I don't call a couple of glitches promising me three days for money. And then when it's well over a week, I call your organization, and you have no idea where my loan is, and you really have no idea when you'll get back to me, and you have no idea when the cash is coming. Now, they then said on this EIDL loan, you could get up to $2 million as a company. Now they're saying, well, we're going to restrict everybody to fifteen grand or less. Well, most of the people that applied, if it was only fifteen grand, would not even apply. So all I'm telling you is we're seeing different reality on the ground, Sheriff. Is that for a small business loan or what? Yes, but small business is 500 employees or less, you know, right?
2: Right, yeah. So uh, where did you submit your application?
1: On the uh, Small Business Administration uh, website. They have a link. I can send it to you, but it's an SBA Mm -hmm. website. In this EIDL loan, you don't go through a banker or whatever. They got a PPP loan, a separate one that you go through a bank for. I happen to know so much about this because I used to make a living as a commercial and uh, residential mortgage broker. Mortgage uh, Right. loan officer mortgage broker okay so i know a lot about this and i'm telling you what donald's saying and what his financial team is saying on the ground isn't true at all it's just not true okay now donald needs to come clean and be transparent and say listen the thing's off the rails i'm so sorry we have more way of a hit or more of a hit than we thought we would now you would say sam why are you uh, in the last hour criticizing this as socialism saying that we should reject the money and uh, why are you applying for it right well my response is who has the inside scoop like sam bushman the answer is nobody. I'm a well-trained loan officer in commercial and residential loans. I applied for it to see what would happen, and I've got the best intel on the ground. And I'm telling you, when I watch the news coming out on both sides of the equation, I can tell you who's right and who's wrong. Why? Because I'm in the middle of it. i got a loan number to prove it. I've got, okay, I've got all these things going on to validate what I'm saying. And I'm telling you, President Trump isn't leveling with the people on this, and the New York Times is right. How do I know? Because I'm one of them, because I have my feet on the ground and I've filed the application and I'm waiting for the cash, and every day I check my bank account and it's not there. all right, we come back let's talk about this more because I'm telling you right now you need transparency to build trust in the people. ladies and gentlemen I don't care which side of the debate you're on it's all mixed up, folks. I'll tell you right now you've got to fast and pray and stand for liberty.
4: We win, they lose, nothing less. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm, by a friend of Mejigoria. the strategy of heaven, revealed. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205 672 2000.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, poorly executed at the least. I don't know what's going on, but U.S. relief plan dries up as businesses await cash. Stacy Callie, New York Times, business owners were supposed to be able to get up to $2 million. Now they're being told $15,000 is the cap if you can get any answers at all. Now, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Now, I'm not here to attack President Trump or anybody, but I'm here to say this thing's ran off the rails. You can't argue with this. But I don't have a problem with them saying, "Hey, we have way more of a demand than an expectation than we thought we would. This is crazy. Unemployment's at 17 million people. Uh, This devastation of the economy is way more than we thought it would be. Uh, It's horrible. And, you know, I understand all that. But what we were told was... Hey, this is all happening. And now when we bring up that it's not happening, all we hear is, oh, it's on the rail. It's, it's on track. You're an evil reporter for reporting different. How dare you? Uh, you're a fake newser. Uh, and we're just having little blips. N- nothing real in the system. I don't call promising $2 million to businesses and then coming back and saying, oh, just kidding, fifteen grand," and promising three days for ten grand quick cash checkbox. And then, hey, a week plus later, you still don't have any money. And when you call, they say, we don't know where your loan's at. We don't know when we'll even get to it. And we don't know when the cash is coming, if at all. We just don't know. Okay, it's not a genuine reality check. Kurt, do you want to respond to this?
5: Well, yeah, Sam, um, you know, it's, man, we're in a heck of a spot, and yet um, it seems like um, there are so many solutions that, uh, well, they seem available, and yet, uh, you know, they don't seem to be uh, um, on the table Um typically the same old stuff uh, i guess uh, if if i'm going to look for some of the uh, bright spots here then i would wait a minute. say uh, wait a minute wait a minute, wait wait a minute. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah i don't mind you looking for bright spots if you want to that's your prerogative but what i want to do is deal with this reality the president and his team needs to become transparent on this i don't want to let them off the hook on this now i'm all for looking for bright spots but I'm also not willing to let that because again we're hearing that the New York Times is evil, that you know hey the reporting's horrible, and right now the stuff coming out of the White House and the stuff coming out of the press briefings uh, isn't accurate or honorable or fair. we've got to be fair on both sides. i'm not here to attack, but I am here to set the record straight. Honest reporters do that, and I'm not willing to give a pass and look at all just the bright side. I'm willing to look at the bright side, but I'm not willing to ignore this reality. Because they debate it every day about who's being honest and who's being transparent, et cetera, et cetera. And so you can't just gloss over that, Kurt. Very good, Sam. Right now, remember back in the uh, healthcare care days, I applied for a health care government loan. I never – or not healthcare care government loan. I'm sorry. I applied for Obamacare. Now, I never took it. But I applied for it. And remember, the reason that I did is I told you I I was insurance licensed, so I know quite a bit about it. And I applied for it, not necessarily because I wanted it, because, hey, you know what? I want to be fair. Some were saying that this is a disaster. It's not working. Others were saying it's working great. uh, You're just goofy. Well, I proved it wasn't working well at all. In fact, it's a confusing disaster. Okay, again, I'm doing both sides. That time it was Obama that I was criticizing for this. I just want the truth about what's really happening on the ground sheriff do you want to respond uh to that i'm saying we can't give a pass to this we got to report the truth
2: yeah my wife tried the same thing with obamacare and then she even called in and talked to somebody about it and it was all a joke i mean it, it wasn't even close and then we found out that uh the website that we spent uh, almost a hundred million dollars on uh could have been done for five million and uh, that. Uh, they really didn't care. They were just helping their friends and donors and and uh, people who uh, supported him. And, and so it was just, they just put it together, and it wasn't together. And it was, it was a very poor leadership. Uh, and and uh, we didn't take it either, but uh, we certainly wanted to see. Uh, I already had insurance at the school, so it, I, I never wanted it. I said I, ne- I would never take it, and I never did. But... Um, that what's happening with the president right now, and, and I think it's much bigger than uh, not being able to get your application in for the small business loan. Uh, what I think really is huge is uh, the numbers that he allows, uh, well, not the numbers, the propaganda that he allows Dr. Fauci to spew before the nation. And there has been some lift there. <clears throat> but I, I'm I'm really surprised that he has fired him. Uh, because he's, he's he's just not an honest man, and I think he's more into propaganda and fear-mongering than anybody else that's out there, and he should be gone. And uh, here we have a Dr. Stephen Smith who could be uh, take his place very easily, who lives in New York and who's doing a clinic in New York and has had 100% success with the hydroxychloroquine. So, uh, you know what? Uh, and all the propaganda and all the back and forth on hydroxychloroquine has got me really concerned,
1: too. Somebody out there is lying. Amen to that. And that's kind of my my point here. Kurt, I am willing to talk about the silver lining. I don't mean to shut that down. I just I cannot ignore uh, this when I hear the, you know, let's talk about fake news and who's telling the truth. And okay, let's be honest at all times, regardless of who we're talking about here. And that's critical that we do that because our credibility is on the line if we don't. But there is positive news and you want to focus on it, Kurt. Well,
5: uh, one of the things I will say this uh, is in a big organization, and I don't know of a bigger one than the federal government, um, you know, in massive uh, swamps. to uh, deal with uh swamp monsters uh insiders whatever you want to call them uh, bureaucrats that are just out of control that you can see when the president wants a certain thing done like a testing device approved by the fda and and uh, they tell him well that should be done in about a year and a half and then uh, it turns out he can get it done in a week and if he could do everything himself um and you know just like uh a at least in in uh, for example um, god's churches if god was basically the librarian and did everything else you know uh, swept the floor and did the janitorial work etc then things would probably get done pretty well uh but um or would get done pretty well but in the uh, churches as in government um you know there are people that have jobs to do and then you have these uh Connected parts that I think, as part of this whole economy shutdown, you know, you have uh, these instances where government does rely on certain things uh, from the private sector. Uh, let's say it's, uh, you know, banking in this case. Uh, I believe there's, you know, problems with the partial or full shutdown of these certain sectors that make the delivery of certain things, um, well, less than uh, efficient, if you will. Yeah, so your point is there are reasons um, for
1: it, Kurt, and I agree with you. Well, uh, at least I'll bet there are. No, Uh, I know there are. In fact, I can back up your point with the banking stuff that you're talking about. You're right on that. So when the president,
5: at least you know, starts something or basically says something and 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 um, works at getting it done himself, then I think a lot of times those things get done. But I do think there are bureaucrats and uh, swamp monsters that basically want to hold up any of that stuff. Because uh, then if it if it gets done the way the president says, it makes him look good. If it doesn't, then it well, it it's Political, Sam, uh, if you will. That's And right. then, I uh, agree. you know, folks look at it and say, hey, uh, the president's not coming through with this. When, uh, in my opinion, uh, he's surrounded, uh, you know, almost overcome by swamp monsters. Yeah,
1: and a lot of that's his own fault. They could get guys in place. I'll give you an example. If he had Sam Bushman on an advisory panel when he's talking about handing out PPP loans and or EIDL loans, and he says, hey, we're going to push this out, tell the public we're going to have money to them in three days. I'm going to basically stop the president and say, sir, I don't mean to be offensive and I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm telling you, if you think the government can send out anything in three days, you're wrong. The banking uh, cartel, look, they, I- I've been a loan officer. I can't even get a single loan for a home done uh, in three days. Not even possible. Okay, there's laws against it. There's regulations against it. You've got to get somebody to sign off on this and that. It's just not ever reasonable to even propose such an idea. The whole thing was doomed from the start. Not that the program is doomed, not that they can't do what we're talking about, but they set unrealistic timeframes from the start. And I believe he's got bad advisors that let him uh, even propose such a preposterous idea. Anybody in banking. Anybody uh, with a fiduciary responsibility for financial reality will tell you there's no way that's going to happen. I don't even think you can get it done for 100 people in three days, really, Um, because I think it takes time to send the money, time to put the, uh, you know, the the transfer of money in. If they're going to transfer it to people's accounts, Uh, it's like an ACH kind of a transfer or whatever like that. Every bank is different. You know, I can't even get from business A to business B in three days consistently all the time. Sometimes I can. But sometimes I can It depends on how the bank is set up. It depends on how the uh, business is set up with the bank. Look, I know quite a bit about this. I worked in fraud protection for credit card stuff. I've helped people with credit card debt for a long time and how to mitigate that. I've worked in the banking industry uh, as a loan officer. And I'm telling you right now to even propose that tells me you don't have people around you that know it all or they lied to you, president. Okay, and so I'm just saying this was doomed from the start to be successful because of the unrealistic expectations set. I wish I was on the president's panel to provide true guidance for him because I do believe that, as you mentioned, Kurt, his intentions are good and he means well.
0: Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
6: There are now more confirmed coronavirus cases in New York State than in any other entire country in the world outside of the United States. New York with more than 160,000 cases of the illness and more than 7,000 deaths from the coronavirus by early this morning. President Trump saying he hopes the U.S. economy will open again soon. During a White House briefing, though, Dr. Anthony Fauci said reopening the country needs to be based on public health criteria. Often people say reopen the government like it's a
2: a light switch that goes on and off for the entire country. We have a very large country with really different patterns of disease and outbreaks in different parts of the country.
6: Severe weather expected in the Mid-South over Easter weekend. Heavy storms are predicted from Texas to Tennessee. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
7: What's the easiest way to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables? Balance of nature. By simply removing the water and air, Balance of Nature can take 31 whole fruits and vegetables and put them into quick and easy to eat capsules. With just 3 fruit capsules and 3 veggie capsules, you get the equivalent of over 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day. That's a lot of stored energy that your body will love. So if you're looking for an easier way to get clean energy, go to balanceofnature.com and order your bottles of sunshine today. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1 800 2468 751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.
6: As the Trump administration discusses getting the U.S. economy to open up again as soon as May after the coronavirus pandemic, Walmart CEO Doug McMillan says it will certainly take a group effort to make that happen involving government, business, and the American worker. Another message the CEO of Walmart had for America, stop hoarding toilet paper.
0: Um, in the last five days, we've sold enough toilet paper for every American to have their own role just in five days. So there's plenty of uh, flow coming, but if everyone could just kind of manage and buy week to week rather than stocking up at this point, it'd be helpful for everybody.
6: House Speaker Nancy Pelosi warning President Trump against opening the country too soon before the outbreak is in full retreat. Pelosi said in Politico that she hopes the scientific community would weigh in. She says so far the data she's seen weighs against reopening the country sooner rather than later. Find us online anytime. We're at usaradio.com.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. So in my
1: conversation with somebody at the Small Business Administration yesterday, I said, you know what, I submitted my loan over a week ago, and I thought the fast cash was going to come to me in three days, and her response was simply this. Sir, we've got to look at every loan to make sure there's no fraud. We haven't even been able to look at your loan yet. Well, so there's no way you could promise me cash in that amount of time. I'm telling you, anybody in the financial world would have already known this. I could have told you that in the blink of an eye. You'll never get money out that fast to all those people. I don't even know that you can get money out that fast in two weeks to a bunch of people. Uh, It might take three or four or five weeks. Then I think you could start having money flowing. Well, we've been told that they're going to give you your stipend check. It was two to three weeks. Now they've moved that back and back and back. What's the latest you're going to get your money Monday, Kurt? You know when that is? When's your check coming, mm, buddy? Monday, Monday. Do you know when your check's supposed to come? Have you heard different? They've been pushing that back too, I, haven't they? Well, I don't know, Sam, when it's
5: supposed to come because I'm not really looking for it. Don't they I tell just, you in the press know, briefings
1: they, and stuff? As far as I understand, it, it's been changing. You know, not that I remember, uh, okay, but it's not then, in the press uh, briefings you know, either. I don't well, watch the be. press
5: briefings as much as you do.
1: You know? all right, it should be in the press briefings from the the. You know, president. Uh, But anyway, all right, let's move on. I just, I'm just saying we need to be fair on both sides when there's information that's not correct to correct it. Okay. And we need to give credit where credit's due. Kurt's right that there are legitimate reasons for this. It's not President Trump's fault for the most part. And I agree with that completely. Kurt's right. Nevertheless, you know what? You got to manage expectations and you got to say, guys, we didn't expect this kind of a massive application. We didn't realize this was so needed and severe and that everybody and their dogs are applying. We've got 10 times the applications we thought we would. This is going to take longer than we expected. They can humbly say that, and then they can say, listen, we're, we're meeting with some task forces or some partners in the private sector to work on this. We're doing everything within our power. That's the message you give. You don't just deny it and pretend it doesn't exist or you look like an idiot. I'm telling you that right now. You just look very, very foolish. All right, Kurt wants to tell you about a Dutch woman. Kurt?
5: Well, these are just some... you know, positive headlines that I—it's uh, nice to find in these days—and I'll just rifle through them real quick so that you don't have to feel like you have a whole bunch to cover. Uh, headline from Reuters: Dutch woman aged 107 survives coronavirus. Next one says: Texas husband waits with sign in support of wife during chemotherapy. He can't go into the hospital, so he just waits out on the street with his sign saying that he loves his wife and he's there for her, and then he's also support and the doctors and nurses that are helping her what an you know, example just a Eric. nice story uh then you've got um you know from uh the headline space race trump signed space order paving way for us to mine moon and mars for minerals and water uh harry pitt petted is the author since we never even went to the moon what's he talking
3: about
5: and <laughs> good point <laughs> and and science reporter, but I thought it was kind of interesting in the story. It talks about some uh, UNsters saying that hey, the moon's off limits. That's uh, our global thing. We're doing it, and President Trump's just going against them. So I thought that was kind of cool. The headline there, week uh, says, them
1: completely defund them.
5: Yeah. Well, anyway, a headline says exclusive comments. Uh, Hungary's pro-family policy is working births up 9.4 percent. So somewhere in the world, they're not killing babies and they're actually encouraging people to have children That's great uh, that's news. A, you know, positive. I hope they don't get the uh, anyway, But
1: other than that, hey,
5: yeah, that's right. Then you got Austria to begin easing coronavirus lockdown measures. So somewhere it's happening. Yeah, uh, we got to take a page got, out of
1: that blue booker, uh, you know, playbook. Okay, yeah.
5: Uh, global consumer group launches campaign to defund the Who. Uh, applauds Trump's vow to investigate. Then you've you got. Hold on, I uh, would again Mike agree Pence. with the
1: investigation of that. That's worthy of our cause. It's worthy of effort. Trump's right on that, Kurt.
5: Very good. Pence uh, says, uh, "I expect we'll continue funding the Who, but there will be future accountability." Uh, what what I read in that statement is uh, when you have opposition to. Um, President uh, Trump and Mike Pence in the House, and the House is where funding bills start, then, you know, you're not going to get everything you want out of it. And so, you know, he doubts that uh, things will really change, but he's going to try to get future accountability next one says dennis quaid uh, if you don't know who it is it's a movie actor and i actually know who this guy is uh, but anyway it says dennis quaid praises trump's early travel ban says potus or president of the united states doing a good job handling the crisis Um, You know, and so that, to me, is a kind of cool story. Then you got Tyler Perry. Uh, We've seen him in the news, but uh, this is another piece. Uh, Pays the bill for seniors at 44 Atlanta Kroger grocery stores and shoppers at 30 New Orleans Winn-Dixie stores. So here's somebody coming to the rescue there, uh, you know, putting his money where his mouth or his whatever acting is. Well, and is.
1: the president has been providing through his campaign meals, too, Kurt, that's been not talked about either, which is worthy of a re-mention.
5: That's a great point, Sam. Thank you. By the way, do you know uh, who Taylor Perry is? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I've seen his I picture, either. but I haven't seen him in movies or anything. I
1: didn't I either, remember. but since you've been bringing him up over and over, I figured I got to know who this guy is. Sorry. So he's involved in the yeah. rock duo. Toxic Twins.
5: Of course he is, yeah. Well.
1: What do you uh, mean? I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> he yeah, was born Everett well, Perry maybe. Jr.
5: Okay. Is there a certain song I would remember, you know, hear of, that i know about this guy or something? But he's, an actor, writer, he's, producer, he's
1: an actor, writer, producer, director. Mm. And he's been uh, active from 1992 to present. There you go
5: very good sir uh then you've got dennis prager in the news uh headline reads coronavirus reveals holes in godless and religionless life religion less life I think that's a big one there. Uh then you've got uh, Tom Brady and his wife uh headline uh, her name is Giselle in case you didn't know uh but they they're donating 750,000 meals to feeding Tampa Bay. Um you know by the way they just moved down there and they got a pretty good little you know contract. Hey Sheriff, uh, headline, do you
1: want to report or respond to any of these headlines? All right, the good sheriff fell asleep on us. Go ahead, Kurt.
2: No, 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 no. I I, I thought you were talking to Kurt.
1: No, nope, I'm talking to you. I'm saying, hey, do you want to comment on any of these headlines?
2: Um, you know, I think it's neat that uh, that uh, Tyler Perry is is uh, generous with his money and and uh, you know, I I I would certainly like to have money to be able to do that with.
1: <laughs> yeah, amen to that. All right. Um, anyway, Tom Brady and wife pretty interesting though. They're doing some good.
5: That's right. Uh, the next. That's right. The next one, veteran. Okay, go
1: ahead, sheriff.
2: It's good to hear stories like that because we always hear about the ones getting drunk and and uh, doing drugs and blah blah blah. But you know, I I I'd like hearing uh, about people in in the media or in
1: celebrity. Uh, All right. Well, you knew you couldn't talk about celebrities long without the alcohol coming, Kurt.
5: Well, the the next one says, Veteran buys 20K bottle of bourbon for 40K to help Eatery stay open. Now, is that a good news or a bad news story, Kurt? I'm
1: just having a hard time figuring that one out.
5: Yeah, I mean, he's contributing uh, to the Eatery. Uh, It must be a favorite eating place of his. But uh, I'm thinking, man, that Veteran's doing pretty well if he can do that. But anyway, um, it made me think of that time when we were that a good news or a bad
1: news story, though, Kurt?
5: Well he's contributing uh some of his own money uh to help an eatery stay open. Now I would purchase uh something different, but maybe it's a very valuable bottle of bourbon at there least you go. All uh right. it was twenty K and it went up to forty K, so I you know, anyway. They had to do reality
1: TV bidding wars for bourbon. <laughs> That's what they had to do. The next
5: one says Bernie Sanders wasted over 160 million on failed presidential campaign, and uh I'm thinking, well, you know. Sure, but let's say he spent $160 million on uh, advertising. If his wife's doing the uh, ad buys, then that means she pulled there in about $16 million, and so shes they're doing okay. Yeah, there you go. And by uh, the way, the
1: Republicans never do that, A.K. Bloomberg.
5: No, of course they don't. Uh, and there's Bloomberg no money do you like in 10 politics. times that, Kurt? I think uh,
1: Bloomberg, uh, I don't know that his wife bought it, but well, I, don't I know, know he's in the media. All I know is Bloomberg spent a ton of money in a wasted campaign, too, though. So I don't know who's making yeah. this claim, but it's just weird as all get out. It's all i got to say.
5: The next story says,
1: FNC, and I think that's Fox
5: News Channel's Hume. There's a guy named Britt Hume, I think, they're talking about. He says, quote, we may or may not flatten the curve, but we've certainly flattened the economy.
1: you want to respond to that, Sheriff? Amen. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
5: I'll go late, man. <laughs> I just thought it was funny, you know. I I know you shouldn't laugh when times are tough, but yeah, you should. You know, I remember that old phrase where they say laughter's the best medicine. Anyway, but not in times of got... corona, buddy. Yeah, that's right. It's illegal. No, I think uh, it's great to laugh have, all the you time. You gotta right? have a permit.
1: I think we're just trying to deal with this in the best way we know how. Folks have cabin fever. Nobody's getting cash, and people are freaking out. And it's time to bring a little levity to the situation. Who's this, Kurt? This person?
5: Well, you got New York Times Haberman. Haberman oh, okay. Uh, says Trump more interested in what TV doctors have to say than his own administration. Maybe he's listening to somebody besides Fauci.
1: Well, is it true? Is the question? <laughs>
8: The Spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheepherder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day each issue of range magazine also features great gift ideas like the 2020 real buckaroo calendar and the book tales from out there order online from rangemagazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at rangemagazine.com
0: politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, New York Times, author named Haberman, Trump more interested in what TV doctors have to say rather than his own administration, I would say, as well as the private sector and alternative point of views. This one's sad to say again, the New York Times is right, Kurt. Well, I at least uh, I don't
5: know if you understand the headline like I do, but I, what I'm reading in the headline is that he's listening to more than just his own administration, or in other words, the swamp monsters. Um, and so that's what I see out of this. Headline. Hold on a minute. You Read the apparently headline don't for don't see second. the same thing. Read the headline for me. It says, this is what the guys at New York Times are writing. Quote, "Yes. Trump more interested in what TV doctors have to say than his own administration."
1: How do you interpret that headline, sheriff? Let's say hold on, I got to get the sheriff back. How do you interpret that headline, sir?
2: Well, I think we need to get a, I I think we need a lot more of that. I think that, as I said before, uh, Trump has picked the wrong person. Fauci is not the right person to be uh, doing this, and he should be taking much more an advisory role to the president instead of being out there in front of the country saying this is what you need to be doing and this is what you, this is what we're going to force you to do or whatever. His numbers have not been right. He has been so all over the planet on, on what he has said. So the debate is uh, who are the
1: TV doctors and who are his administration and who's Fauci in that mix, right?
2: Yeah, well, exactly, and uh dr oz is one of those TV doctors and uh, he is uh contradicted bounty a a, a a great deal and and so he has totally supported oxy uh, hydroxychloroquine. and and uh so you know what uh, let's start paying attention to some of these guys and let's uh, let's find the middle of the road in there and say you know what Uh, This Dr. Stephen Smith and and Dr. Oz probably know what they're talking about, and maybe...
1: Yeah, but I don't think uh, these doctors are getting on TV. Dr. Smith isn't all over TV, is he?
2: No, um, but uh, he's been all over the Internet.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because the alternative takes it seriously and gives him a chance. Uh, As far as I can tell, Trump, the administration, and the mainstream press don't. And so to me, the headline is trying to drive a wedge uh, for Donald Trump. That's what the New York Times usually does. But I think they're right in the sense that, hey, I think that Fauci is a TV doctor. I don't think he's a, he's a real clinician on the ground. I think he's been a government inside a hack for five administrations who predicted this coronavirus is coming. I think we deserve to investigate this guy. Uh, but look, who's the biggest TV doctor? Answer Fauci, right? Who's on TV that's a doctor more than Fauci? I don't know anybody. What yeah, about that's you, a good Kurt? Good point. Well, you know, like Sheriff Max
5: says, uh, if you watch Fox News, then you're going to see Dr. Oz. And, uh, you know, at least I hear him on the uh, Sean Hannity program. And, uh, you know, uh, at least I know Laura Ingram has a number of others. I haven't seen her have Dr. Fauci, uh, you know, but it all depends on where you watch and whatever. This one story that's, you know, kind of uh, it's not from that list that I sent you, Sam, but it kind of fits into this. Uh, it's a headline from Breitbart it says Mike Pence bans coronavirus tax task force from CNN until network broadcast full briefings. And I guess the office of the vice president. Uh, is what usually schedules these different uh, individuals from the task force. And uh, they book these officials on the networks uh, during the pandemic, and they say they're not going to allow experts such as Dr. Burks or Dr. Fauci to appear on CNN if the network televises the portion of the White House briefings that includes the vice president sc- until they do that, till they broadcast the whole thing they don't want him to pick and choose uh he says uh, freedom would allow me to pick and choose yeah well there you go a spokesperson for the vice president told the network uh when you guys cover the briefings with the health officials then you can expect them back on your air uh at least so you from applaud what, the what move, i can Kurt? see well, from what I can see, this is what you've talked about for a long time, Sam, and that is you go to your uh, people, you reward your uh friendly media if you will at least the media will, will let you say that's right. what you want to say uh, for a long time you've been saying this and, and yet, I still say uh, it sounds like you're disagreeing nope. with this move
1: no as i'm far not as i can tell no i absolutely so, not i'm agreeing with the move completely i asked if you supported it and i'll explain my views i support it completely look the reporters have every right to pick and choose The president and his team and vice president in this case have every right to say, if you're going to be that way, we're going to do our own thing. They have that freedom, too. And I think they ought to use it. And I back them 100 percent. They have every right. And so do the media. If the media wants to pick and choose and render themselves irrelevant, by all means, they can do that. And if the Trump administration through Mike Pence and the task force want to say, look, you're not telling the whole story. We don't like your coverage. We're going to force, you know, this narrative, to go other places, people who will be more honest and more genuine. They have every right to do that, Kurt. I support both of them. Let the mainstream press pick and choose and be rendered irrelevant if they want to. I think that Trump is right and Mike Pence is right. What do you say, Sheriff?
2: No, I totally agree with you. I think that's correct. And, and, uh, you know, we're making some headway in some areas, but then we take 10 steps backwards. And that's kind of part of it. And and again, all of this comes down to who has the authority to do what. And and even and
1: I do think the administration has the authority to decide which media uh, organizations they're going to entertain. I I
2: totally agree with that.
1: So, Kurt, I'm not disagreeing a bit. I'm putting out freedom on both sides. If the mainstream press wants to pick and choose and render themselves irrelevant, more power to them, buddy. I think Trump and,
5: and Very Pence good. is right. Uh- On a lighter mode, uh, you know, since we're getting into the weekend. So why are you thinking it's a I still don't get it. Well, because I figured that's what you'd do if it was Mike Pence or President Trump. Why would I do that? uh, Hold on. I defend them whenever I get the chance. It seems like to me that you uh, um, are... You know, in opposition to them, many times, but only that's when just only what based I on see. principle.
1: when of the principles, right? Of I backed them. Of course, it's
5: it's the way you look at the principle, of and I'm it just is. telling you that's the way I look at it. Now, on, on. a lighter, I look at mode, the principle uh, from guess whose okay, reference so point. Go ahead. From guess, your reference, that's point. right.
1: Guess whose reference point you look at it from?
5: From my uh, screwed up
1: reference point. I wouldn't say it's screwed up. You might say that. I wouldn't. I think it's different <laughs> perspectives that I think are all welcome in America. This isn't a debate about who's right. This is a a discussion and and, and introspection on the news and commentary on the news based on perspective, right? And Mac might have a different perspective than either of us. All of them are welcome. But anyway, send me that headline. I'll add it to the notes, and I agree uh, with Mike Pence. Absolutely. And I look for opportunities to agree with them, even if you don't think so.
5: Since we're looking at the weekend, and, you know, that's typically a lighter part, uh, the headline here is a little sports stuff for you, Share This one uh, is the Taiwanese. answer
1: to all of our problems, folks. This one's awesome. Yeah.
5: Taiwanese baseball team to use robot mannequins as fans. Uh, and then some other ones that were kind of connected to it that I didn't send you. You got the, uh, what, the... Uh, National Baseball League or whatever, Major League Baseball, they're going to do all their games in Arizona without any fans, and that ought to really work well, just like these robot mannequins things there. You know. uh, hey, hold anyway, on. Which one they, do you think is a
1: better they, idea, mannequins or nobody? Oh, I think neither one of them is a good idea. Okay. What do you think, Sheriff? No, I, I, I'm kind of particular that way. I gotta I'll tell you time. what I think. I think we ought to let fans go to baseball games. That's what I think, Kurt.
2: Yeah, I,
1: well, go so away. I. Then what do you say, Kurt? It's a private business.
2: Let them do it. Yeah. They can
5: do it if they want. Well, I mean, that's part of freedom. They might go there and get spilled on by a hot dog with a mustard, or they might get coronavirus. But anyway, Impossible. it's rough stuff. No, uh, that next hungry. headline says, say again. Uh, you're making me hungry. And I'm
2: fasting. Come on.
5: Very good, sir. Uh, next one says Illinois mayor who sent cops to break up band party finds wife there. Uh, next one says Kobach. Hold on. Kobach, did he arrest his uh, wife,
1: Kurt? Did he just shut her down and toss her in the drunk tank?
5: Uh, I don't know Ooh. that part, Sam. I mean, because like I say, we don't have time to deal with all those particulars. The next well, headline says uh, Kobach. Well, I know, but then we'd never get through all the stories. I know, I send, so then you'd you know, send me like, less stories kind of if it's prob-
1: important. You know?
5: The reason I send you the stories I send you is that I feel like I already went through ten to find one, and I feel like they're pretty important, so I can't do the whole other thing that you want me to do, or else, you know, then there's no stories. All right, who's college? Next one says Kobach. Oh, uh, Kobach. Huh? Uh, he's a guy from... Uh, Kansas, if I remember right, or out in the Midwest, but he says the coronavirus is no excuse for opening the door to election fraud. He's talking about the whole vote by mail stuff. What's he thinking? Uh, Then you've got Sagan.
1: What's he thinking? I mean, come on.
5: Yeah, that's right. If you want to get vote fraud, hey, you gotta have her. it on the coronavirus, today. you're good to go. The next headline says in memoriam Linda Tripp, 1949 to 2020, a genuine whistleblower. She passed away, and they didn't even blame it on the coronavirus. I think they had a good chance though. The next one I thought you'd really enjoy, Sam. It says your mattress is not the key to a good night's sleep. Uh, it's from Bloomberg, and if you look at it, uh, it's like you were telling me, uh, you know. No, at night you're disposed supposed to turn off the lights it says we may hold on to the dream that the perfect mattress is the key to a great evening of sleep but science shows that the answer may lie in lighting 20 years ago the discovery of a photosensitive pigment deep inside the human eye helped researchers understand how blind people can wake up naturally in the morning without seeing sunlight Uh, Anyway, I don't know if you want to highlight that. My response is I think it's all the above.
1: I think that your mattress does matter. But I do agree that sunlight and darkness and circadian rhythms and God's plan for sleep at night and awake in the day and proper nutrition. And, you know, hey, the, the, the lighting that we use for our phones late at night can disrupt things. And, you know, I think there's a whole science behind this. And I think there's a lot of truth to the point. I don't think it's only your bed like we think. A lot of people spend a ton of money on an expensive bed. And then they do all the wrong things and wonder why they you know, stay up at night or whatever. And so I think there's, there's a, a whole plethora of details behind this. But I think uh, it's true that a mattress isn't the only key to, or, you know, to fulfilling your dreams of a good night's sleep. I think it's a wise point.
5: Since the sheriff's here, I wanted to ask the uh, sure. ever-important question, and that is, uh, how do you fix the toilet paper
1: shortage, uh, Sheriff? I think you're going to be against it because Kurt's for it, Sheriff. Uh, you you recycle, and uh, learn
5: how to recycle. Oh, I say you do what Star Parker says. Uh, you eliminate the. That's the thing I've ever
2: said. No, wait. I'm sorry.
5: Say that again. I say you do what Star Parker says, and you eliminate these laws that say that you can't raise the prices when you know there's a problem. If they, if the toilet paper companies were were raising the prices because people are going crazy buying the stuff like you know, uh, hotcakes, then, hey, there'd be plenty of supply because those toilet paper companies that go ahead, like I see one report, they says they have a tight profit margin. Heck, man, they could increase their profit margin like crazy, put on extra people, all those people out of work could be making toilet paper now. And And the headline uh, would
1: be, plant a tree, by a pack. Big supply. Amen. What do you think of that? About pancakes. I
2: told you hungry.
1: What do you think of that? Buy a tree or plant a tree. Buy a pack, and you know you can do it, and just put a tree fee on there. <laughs> hey, man, You can put five bucks on every pack, so you can plant a tree. We'll plant a tree in your name if you buy a you know TP for a dollar ninety nine plus uh, you know five bucks for the tree planting, and we'll have plenty of paper to go around. That's how I'd do it. Course, I'm trying to figure out how I can disagree with this on uh, with Kurt on this one. I just can't figure it out, so I guess I'll just agree. You'll get it, you'll get there. Keep working on it. No, I agree with it. It's a good, good call, good input. Got massive note headlines for you, but we got through all of Kurt's stories, though. So, there you have it. All right, folks, fast today, would you please, and pray
3: for our nation? I believe that's the most important thing we can do. God save the Republic.